mentality rise and you know they're going with them to every ball there. This is Come On Kinds with Martin Quilty and Onya Fahey. Good evening everyone and welcome once again to the KCLR studios here for Come On Kind. This is season 5, episode number 12 and I am joined by the wonderful Anya Farrell as usual. Anya, how are you this evening? I'm good thanks Martin, how are you? Why are the two of you looking at me so, I, I don't know, you're laughing at me. Uh, I feel like you're up to something, I'm not going to lie. Do you? Yeah, I do. I know he's up to something. They think I'm going to, fr- yeah. poor, poor Ashling is in next door and she is doing her show and they think that I'm going to frighten Ashling with a timer set off for something. But I wouldn't do that to the lovely Ashling. You've already done it to me twice. Ah, well, so you're different. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was a busy weekend. We are celebrating Halloween, I suppose. There was no masks put on the weekend because there was nowhere to hide when it came to the weather, when it came to the matches. And we were lucky enough that we got to play a few matches because the Roar and Sieg were lucky to have neighbours, Greg Nirvana, after... Their pitch was under, I would reckon, about four or five yeah, foot of water after the so. weekend. Um, but they did get it played, so fair play to them. Obviously, there was a junior county final that was played as well with a last minute reprieve for looking for a venue on Friday morning. Um, thinking teams were nearly going to have to toss for it. That's how bad things are at the minute. And Storm Kieran is coming in. I'm just looking at the phone. There's a couple of minor matches that did get played today by the looks of things. There was a lot of them was postponed. Mm-hmm. Um already so they're going to have to be caught up on now more joy thanks be to God yeah um, but we're going to start off I think with the Junior County Final because it was John Locks Bennett's Bridge taking on Greg Namana in Greg Namana's first ever County Final to reach at adult level these met one another in the league section it didn't go Greg Namana's way but it was a very, very, very entertaining game of Camogie, I have to say. And Anya Farrell, there is loads, and I mean loads of people, putting up their hand for a spot on our team of the year. <clears throat> yeah, there certainly is, you know, I suppose. Well, yeah. <sighs> My button is stuck. Before we start, we should actually give the score because it was John Locks Bennett's Bridge, 16 points. Greg Namana, two goals and two points. Unfortunately for Greg, didn't score in second half. Which pity for him because they played very, very well. Yeah, like I suppose this isn't for Greg the Man and this was always going to be a tough test. Um, I think when everybody was kind of looking at the junior championship, you would be a fool not to think that John Locke's Brennan's Bridge would be, you know, there probably at the final hurl. And I suppose the heartbreak they had from last year, you know, losing by a solitary point, literally in the dying minutes, seconds even of that county final last year, they were so always basically going the to last have, poke of the ball. Yeah, it was like they were always going to have that. I suppose that heart built up inside, and they were kind of hoping that they'd push on and go go for this year. I think you have to give credit where credit's due to Greg. Man, they've had a really, really good, successful year. Like, I know they didn't come away with silverware, but they've improved leaps and bounds. And you can even just see through their through their social media outlets the development and the promotion that they're putting into Camogie down in Greg Naman. And it's really, really good to see. And you know what? This team will be back again. You know, John Locksbane's Bridge, as we said, they were always going to be the favourites going into that game. And I think for a lot of teams now, having John Locksbane's Bridge gone out of the junior championship it's certainly going to be a massive reprieve for them. Um, but yeah, you know, John Oxbane's bridge, when you look at them there, led by Meg Ryan at centre-back and, uh, centre and of course you have to look at Vivian Holmes there along with the two Feelings in midfield. Very, very strong down the centre. Emer Mann, who, if I can recall, she was on our team of the year, junior team of the year last year. 
nearly sure she was. I think, yeah, I think she was, yeah, I think she was on our junior team last year. Um, you know, very, very strong up the centre of the I field. I hear a voice in the wilderness, but the button wasn't pushed. Oh yeah, switching me off as usual, Anya. That's more of it. Um, and you know, sixteen points to be scoring in a county final—that's that's a that's big shooting, that's big scoring as well. Now, two gauges for the scoring to start. Mm. Both sets of backs were exceptional at the weekend. Like it was twelve minutes. There was twelve minutes played before John Locks got their first point. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was twenty-four minutes before Greg Namana scored. Yeah. But the all the all the play was between the two forty fives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle third of the field. Middle third of the field. But both sets of, of um backs were exceptional. And to be fair, the goalkeeper for Greg Namana was exceptional. They, I I'd say she saved three certain goals in yeah. the first half. Yeah. Kellyanne Whelan. Yes, she was excellent. And her fielding of ball and her fielding of ball in the second half with that watery sun in her eyes was brilliant. Yeah, no, I, didn't so see, I didn't get to see the first half because unfortunately I was stuck on the gate collecting going into it. the crowds going into that game on Sunday Her was phenomenal. unbelievable Saturday. or Saturday sorry Saturday it was um, crazy but yes Kellyanne Whelan in the Greg Nemanja goal I mean there was no such thing as hesitancy she was catching the ball she was pucking it out she was saving shots she was roaring at yeah. people going up the field. She had her eye on the ball. The minute it crossed her into her half, she had her eye on that ball and she knew where she, where it was going, really. But her, her fielding of ball then, her puck outs were excellent. She had a brilliant puck out. She was, they were perfect. Mm. They were going to who they were supposed to go to. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. It certainly was. Mm. Bennisbridge, uh, John Locke's definitely team to be looking out for. I mean, Rachel Field and midfield got player of the match. Exceptional. exceptional. She yeah. she really was. I mean, there was a lot of exceptional players on the field, but I mean, her distribution of the ball, her scoring, her passes, um, it was crazy to be looking at it. And if you look through the player profiles for Bennett's Bridge and uh, John Locks, I mean, they are so young. Both of those teams are going to be around for a long time to come. Yeah. Well, like Rachel's only 16. She was on her <laughs> under 16 team this year, I think. So mm. she's minor. She's two years minor to go. Yeah, there's like even when you kind of look at that John Locke Spence Bridge team, they are all very, very young. The very majority young. of them are students. Like it is going to be very interesting to see both teams kind of go off against each other next year or whatever is going to happen there. And definitely, as you said, the loss last year stood to them because yeah. they didn't panic. Like no. they did. A lot they had of the experience of being in a county final, which is huge. Like Greg Namana, as we said, their first ever county final. There's obviously going to be nerves there. Now I know mm. a couple of the, you know, maybe the, the experienced players, the likes of Linda Murphy there, like she would have played in county finals before. Um, but like a lot of these girls probably have, that's probably the highest that they've played in with an adult And team. they're very young as well, you know, some of them. So like it's, it's it, you know, this, is, this is only going to be a learning curve for Greg Amanda, I think. Meg Ryan, number six for um, John Locke's Bennis Bridge. Yeah. She pulled ball. She had no business putting her hand up for. She had her fielding of ball was exceptional and she was just a steady force there in the in the half-back line as well. But no, it was a cracking game. Yeah. You have to look at Ashling O'Sullivan as well. Like she's top scorer at the moment with two goals and 38 points and I think she scored six or seven points at the weekend as well. So, you know, like she's obviously going to be a, a serious force to, to be reckoned with as well. And I suppose you have to give Ashling Prendergast. She's also on the, the top scores as well um, in the junior championship with four goals and 24 points. And I believe she scored a penalty as well um, on Saturday. So, you know, like some really, you know, 
Some really exceptional good. scoring for yeah. junior grade. Really, really is like when you look at them all, there's very, very little between them all. Um, and that's some like we were looking at the see, even if you go back and look at the senior and intermediates from the week before, yeah, like there's something very similar to them as well. Like they're not, they're like the, the scoring is very high, it's very, very consistent, which is really, really good to see. Like, just as a matter of interest, I just want to have a look at that there now and just see what we were going on that. I think Cuiva Kermorta was up against four, was four up goals and something as well, wasn't she? She was more. Cuiva Kermorta was 13 goals, wasn't she? She had 40-something points in total, hadn't she? Yeah. Like, if you look at was it there, right? The, like, Eva Prendergast would have finished at the top of the... We said this last week, she finished at the top of the scoring for the, uh, for the senior grade. She scored six points in the final. So I think that pushed her just over Roisin Breen. Roisin Breen was scoring 142. Um, scored 142 in the championship That's 45 this year. points, yeah. And then you look at Ashling O'Sullivan, who had 238 going into the final. Like, you know, there's nothing really between them. Like, you look at then the likes of the intermediate one. Cuiva Carmarta had 13 goals and 18 points, which was 57 points. And then the next up, then you had Olivia Mahoney with 36 points, and Afton Grace then with three goals, 24 points. You know, the top scores, they're they're all scoring the same. Do you know, like, you know, bar, in all grades. In more, all yeah. grades. Um, like obviously bar the thirteen goals from Cueva Carmarta, which is absolutely that's exceptional. That's exceptional, like. But you know, that's it's still fair And shooting. we haven't added what she got last week onto yeah. that either. Yeah. And like whatever Ashley O'Sullivan scored at the weekend, like that's gonna push her probably up over the fifty point mark. That's serious scoring. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. For, for her, like you know, with with a couple of games that have been on on display this year, well, we'll certainly be able to announce all our top scorers next week because we have the onerous task now next of starting to sit down and try and put uh, the teams together. Um, yeah, it's going to be a busy couple of weeks because obviously we've put plans in place for the team of the year and see how we're going to do it this year. It's a little bit different to what we were hoping to do, but anyway, that's mm. that's another headache that we have to try and come across but um, look for the, the teams itself it's it's great John Locks Bennett's Bridge I, I did hear a couple of rumblings going on that was terrible that they didn't get a chance now to go on and represent uh, the county yeah. now obviously they can't because yeah. they couldn't combined, anyway they can't they're a combined team, combined team. Yeah. but like Greg Namana could have gone forward and in their stage I would love to see I would love to see Kilkenny entering being being allowed or being able to enter into the junior championship grade I think it, like it's done in the hurling Is there a junior championship grade? Yeah, yeah there is but and, and I can understand this I yeah. mean you look at the junior hurling last weekend and you had a Kilkenny team at junior level up against the Wicklow team Yeah and Tullerhart Ross Birkin Skittles St. Patrick's Yeah Yeah that's the fear when it comes to Camogie. The GA does allow it. Yeah. The Camogie is fearful that a tier one county, which Kilkenny is, mm. if you put your third team in and you're going up against the likes of the Wicklow teams or the Louth teams, yeah. that's going to happen. And that's putting them then at a disadvantage because then they can't go forward and represent their club then when it comes to, yeah. you know, the Leinster Championship. I can see pros and cons to both of it. You yeah. know, but you'd imagine it would be promoting it to have, yeah, like the I better teams so. you're playing, the, the more I, you learn. The more I don't, I don't know, Lil. I, I I can understand, yes. I mean, it's frustrating if you win a county title and you can't go on then to represent Leinster. But if I'm looking at a different kettle of fish and I'm from Wicklow and I am after winning a county final for the first time ever, mm. um, we're going forward into the Leinster Championship and you have a chance of getting maybe to an All-Ireland semi-final or getting to an All-Ireland final and the first thing that you find out is you're going to meet the Kilkenny champions. It's, I mean, it's going to deflate you straight away. 
so I, I can I can understand. I can see why. both sides as well. I just do. I do always think it's unfair on the Kilkenny mm. champions that they can't go yeah. forward. Like we don't know. Like we say, like we look at it from. But it's own. not only Kilkenny, by the way. It's yeah. the likes of Wexford. Um, Offaly is now a tier one county still mm. um, when it comes to the grading because they're in senior as well. Uh, oh, so they club. can't put in a junior team either. So they're top two is senior and intermediate. But then we say like you look at some counties, right? And we'll take the likes of um, Leash, for example. Their senior teams compete at an intermediate, at intermediate level. level. Because they're graded at uh, intermediate level for their county. Yeah, no, and, and I understand that. But like... This is why we had the, 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 the discussion last year yeah. as well. Waterford, Gaultier... De La Salle had won the, the senior the intermediate or the senior championship in the yeah. last number of years they completed in the Munster Championship because they were graded at intermediate level yeah yeah but is the grading system wrong then yeah I think I think just keep it simple like I think every county I think every county champion um, across senior intermediate and, and junior, junior level should, should be, be allowed to represent yeah. their county at that grade okay yes I understand for some teams it might be a disadvantage but who's to say it's not going to be a disadvantage well, you see why if you're graded if your county is graded at senior level are, why are your club then graded at intermediate yeah level? but why are or your club teams if, you're, if your county is graded at senior level why are we being why are we kind of um why are we basically punishing the junior clubs? Yes. Like, should we not be promoting them? But should we have Pushing this? Them up? We had this a few years ago too with the Offaly team. St. Rhinus. St. Rhinus. Yeah. And they were, they're senior in Offaly, but they were allowed in Leinster at, at intermediate, intermediate level. And level. they were skittling everybody yeah. every so they year. they won it. They yeah. won it three years in a row, I think, didn't they? It was the same when you look at um, Harps of Leash. They won the junior club championship three, four years in a row going back maybe 12, 13 years ago. I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, but and now, and they were, that was, they were playing at a junior level even though they were the senior club. They were club. the senior club. Do you know, like, of course, a team of, the sen- of a senior club. See, you'd have to wonder, a, and I'm not in the know with regard to grading, but you'd have to wonder, is it disrespectful <coughs> to club teams in counties that are playing a senior grade county? Is it disrespectful to club teams in those counties to have them competing yeah, in I their provincial so. championships in a lesser grade. Yeah. Well, I'm actually going to stop you both in your tracks there right now because just while you were, I know it's Yeah, terrible. we were just yeah. getting on a roll. Like. You can still get on we the roll shortly. We were about to have a fight here. I know, no, 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 never a fight in here. Um, because I have, I was just actually lining up a phone call there and hopefully we can <coughs> get Colm Kerr on the phone right now who was part of the John Locks Bennett's Bridge management team. So if everything goes according to plan, I should be able to hear him. Colm, how are you? Great, Martin, sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely in great form today. Another way, I think sometimes it takes a little bit of uh, time to sink in. Uh, feeling really good about it today. So, yeah, happy times for us. It certainly is. It was a great weekend overall in terrible conditions that we're after having, even today with minor matches that were supposed to be getting played. Lucky enough that we were able to play the county final on Saturday in Dunmore. But for yourselves, I suppose the, the hurt of last year going into the county final this year, I won't say it was motivation, but it was certainly probably in the back of the minds of a lot of the players and especially in the manner that it was. It was looking yeah. like that you did have it won and then the goal at the last second you really went and you started this final very, very well and a lot of your big players did perform on the day. 
Yeah, I think that's fair to say. And but you know, in some ways, uh, I, I felt in the dressing room before the match um, th- this time around, I thought we were even more nervous. Uh, you know, th- this year, and in a way, I think there was a bit of a pressure coming from last year's county final. While it definitely spurred us on that we wanted to do, you know, to to, to win this, um, I felt that it put extra pressure on us. Uh, we, were, we were probably coming into the game as favourites as well. So that was a new experience for us. And, uh, you know, it does bring a pressure with it that you know that you have to, people are expecting you to deliver and then there's a the pressure to deliver. Colm, I suppose as part of a management team, when you have combined teams like uh, John Locks of Callan and you have Bennett's Bridge then together, how difficult is it to kind of marry the two together and to merge them into a team that you're able to put out every day? Because obviously there's players from both sides, they're not going to be happy that they can't play. So how difficult is it to uh, to try and get the balance right? Yeah, so look, it is. A, it, there, there are extra challenges, I, I suppose. One, you know, some practical things like just travelling to training. You know, so we're, we have to split the training between you know Bennett's Bridge and Callan, and you know when when you're travelling to the other location, there's just that bit extra time commitment. Um, so there's practical things like that. But you know, we we've we've been together for four years, um, and I, I really have to say it's worked really, really well. I think if you look at both the players, bonded really well. The coaching staff uh, bonded really well, and the club officers really pulled together. I, I think probably the, the secret of the success really is that when it came to training the team or when it came to picking the team, nobody ever mentioned uh, you know how many Bennett Bridge players are on the team or how many John Locks players on the team. It never entered the conversation, and you know the focus was on you know getting the, the team right for the game, whatever whatever stage of the competition we're at. It was always the focus on getting the best result. I suppose the other thing then when we come to the match as well, Colm, is over the weekend, you know, as I said, a lot of your players did perform really well. While all players did, there was obviously standout performances. Uh, to my mind, Meg Ryan at centre-back was absolutely exceptional. Rachel Phelan in the middle of the field. Um, you had Vivian Holmes then, and obviously you had uh, Lizzie in full forward, and Megan Welsh worked very, very well between them all. So, you know, it, it really was a combined effort, but even some of the strike and the, the high field and the catching, like the amount of skill on show, if you were neutral coming down and watching this game, you wouldn't have thought it was actually a junior level game. Yeah, and, and I think, um, you know, I suppose my own experience, again, you know, when you're on the sideline, you're just so focused on the match and making the right choices and, and you know, burn the team on that you, you don't get to appreciate it. But, you know, I had the opportunity to watch um, the video of the match since. And I know just I was in town today and I met somebody randomly who mentioned that somebody who wasn't connected to either team uh, was at the match and they were hugely impressed by the standard of Camogie um, that was there. And there was great performances right throughout the team. You know, we, we were very um, very focused on, on, on getting a team performance uh, out, of, out of the team right throughout the season. And I think they, they really combined well as a team. Um, you know, as you say, there were was, there was star, star performances across the field. Um, but I think primarily it was that the focus was on, on always taking the right Oh, we think we've lost Colm there for a second. No, he's back too. Sorry, we just lost you there for a second, Colm. Sorry, Martin, I don't know what what you you missed. My main point was that our our focus was on a team performance all the time, you know, and I think the standard of Camogie was was excellent, um, you know, and and that was evident throughout. I'd say it was a very entertaining game for those who were there. Um, 
much tighter than the scoreline I think suggested I think it's fair to say yeah, I definitely agree with you on that one on both counts. It was a very uh, entertaining game to be able to watch and the the scoreline itself, if you were looking at it, I mean, there was lots of possession. Maybe Greg Nemanja might be a bit disappointed that they didn't convert some of theirs, but your backs were exceptional then as well. I don't know if you heard Lillian and Anya having a chat there while I was getting you on the phone about the fact that the team, when you do win the junior, unlike the GAA counterparts, that's it, you can't go forward to represent your, uh, your county when it comes to it. Obviously, as a combined team, you could to do it either but where do you stand on it when you come to Camogie like if you were the manager of Grade Naman and you had a chance of going to represent uh, your your county at inter-county level and your provincial level but you couldn't do it because a tier one county in Camogie is prohibited from doing it where would you lie on that debate? Oh, I, I think I think if you if you talk to the management and and the players on our panel or, or Greg Namana I think they'd, they'd love to go forward. Do you know, I, I think if they could come up with a way of having two tiers of junior maybe uh, to accommodate the, the tier one teams, I think it'd be fantastic. Every every team would like to test itself and to, to push themselves to, to the limit. Um, you know, you mentioned their backs there. and We mentioned Greg Neman. I, I think Greg Neman brought a huge amount to that game. They had a really good game plan. Uh, they tested our backs early on. Moving their forwards around and I think our backs I'm just going to cut across your column for two seconds. You're just breaking in on me there again. So maybe just uh, if you can twist a little bit, we might hear you again. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, we are back. Sorry about that, Martin. But uh, yeah, no, I was just I was just paying tribute to Greg Namana. I think they brought a great game plan uh, to the match. I think you know early on their their forwards were constantly moving, but I also think our backs adapted very well to that without us having to get involved with coaches, you know, they just uh, use their own initiative to, to deal with the, the movement of the of the Greg forwards. Well, it certainly was. I know you're in a bad area at the minute, but um, I, I won't hold you too much longer. Where's the future lie now for John Locks and Bennett's Bridge? Because obviously both teams are uh, potentially looking to go their separate ways and to, to nurture their home talent within their own clubs as well. So um, at the minute, it's certainly looking bright for yourselves um, on that front. Yeah, look, I think it's going to be a challenge starting off. Like, you know what, you know, you, you mentioned to yourself, look, we want to get game time for as many players as possible. And uh, this season, I suppose, as, as more and more players are graduating from underage, we have more players available to play both sides. So, you know, I, th- I think it's it's probably the right time. But I, th- I think it's going to be a challenge in the early couple of years as you build up that experience again. But... They, you know, I, I, I do appreciate the, the county board for allowing the amalgamation because it has done a lot to develop both clubs and to give younger players the opportunity to play at adult level has brought them on enormously. So um, I think it's certainly something I would encourage clubs to, to consider uh, when they're trying to build a team. You know, John Locks was only formed in 2007 uh, and it's difficult to, to get over the line to get that adult team. So definitely having a, the opportunity to amalgamate was a great stepping stone. Well, we certainly wish you the very best of luck going forward and to uh, Bennett's Bridge and Greg Namana for the future as well. I suppose one last thing we can't let us lie without is I suppose the happiest man over the last number of weekends is your dad with the, the county final win for the Roar. Obviously, he has a, a granddaughter on that for John Locke's Bennett's Bridge over the weekend and then the Roar winning their match as well and getting to the club semi-final over the weekend. I'd say there's a, a lot of joy in that household. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, Dad, he's, has come out, like, he's a real Camogie fan. I remember him bringing me to Crowe Park uh, to see the Kilkenny, great Kilkenny team win with, with the Downies of that era. And, and I remember going on to the field with him after. So he's a great Camogie fan. I think particularly now he thinks... Uh, Camogie is a, is a better game than hurling, maybe you know. I think in terms of entertainment and the skills on show, so um, it's you know he gets great pleasure seeing his native Rowan's league and following John Locks as well. Um, you know he gets great enjoyment out of it. So happy days, hundred percent. He certainly was. Well, he certainly had a big smile on his face coming out of Dunmore uh, the other day, and he he had even a bigger smile. I can tell you going out of Greg Norman yesterday because I met him even coming in, and he was smiling coming in. So that's how happy <laughs> yeah. he was. Colin Kerr, uh, one of the management team with John Locks Bennett Bridge. Thank you so much for joining us on Come On Kind. Well done to yourself and your brilliant team, and we wish you all the very best of luck going uh, in the future in whatever direction that. The clubs decide to go in. Yeah, and well, well done to yourselves there, Martin. I think it's a great initiative giving uh, promotion to Camogie. The podcast has been a fabulous addition to the promotion of the game. So well done. Thank you so much for that, Colm. And uh, enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Perfect. That was Colm Kerr. They are having a chat with us about the county final going forward. And it is great to see John Locks and Bennett's Bridge. And I suppose for teams starting out on you, it is great to be able to amalgamate. But then obviously teams are going to part their separate ways and try um, and build on it and build a team going forward and both of those clubs certainly have mm-hmm. a lot of talent there for the future yes it may be a little bit difficult in year one or year two for them but we see it at Freshford like yeah. I mean they're starting to build again yeah. you know okay they had a good year last year maybe not this year Paul is going to kill me but anyway um, you know but they're still building they have a lot of talent coming up they have a lot of young players coming up and the future is bright for all of our clubs yeah it certainly is like you know I think when it comes to amalgamation I think it's it's really important that if teams are entering into it that it, this is not you know kind of a, a, a game an end game this is the way that they want to go you know fully yeah, there needs I to think be they have to have a development plan basically for it would that make sense am I on the way you looked at me I thought <laughs> was I supposed to open my mouth at all <laughs> but there why, need- why am I getting it in the neck now I'm only here to facilitate like you were always on rare um, no but it, it can't be a, a a full solution. Yeah. It has to be it, a stopgap and yeah. there has to be a time limit on it because like I was just thinking when you were talking about John Locke's Venice Bridge and Greg Namana, the fact that both of those parishes have been so successful either combined or on their own this yeah. year that'll bring girls into the fold as well yeah. because they'll see the, the the camaraderie and the crack mm. that went on around getting to a final so that'll yeah. encourage youngsters to come on board and, and build will. a team I mean, John Locke's doing very very well is it the, the 16s of the minors I think they're doing very very well yeah, with yeah. both ben, age groups yeah. yeah. Bennett's Bridge under 14s mm, doing yeah. very very well yeah. like it is it is a really it is a good idea if you genuinely do not have the numbers like I fully mm. agree with it because it's keeping players playing and I'm glad that like you know John Locks is only a relatively new club Bennett's Bridge is only still a relatively new Camogie mm. club as well so I suppose like this was their starting point and I suppose like they're looking at now the bigger picture of it right okay we've done it we've developed what we needed to develop and now we have the younger girls I suppose coming but it needs to be kept an eye on like yeah. letting teams combined for five and six and seven years that's not doing no. any of the many it's, good because there's nobody going to turn up to training with a panel of 36 yeah. because you're not going to get game time yeah but that's if you have a panel of 36 if you 36. have a panel of 36 yeah like there is mm. clubs that is 
there and the panels are not there. Like I'm using my own club um, as an argument for yeah. that because I mean we are amalgamated. You are amalgamated. Kilmacow, but I mean is it amalgamated or combined? Oh, don't get don't get me started now on that one. I okay, think it's, it's combined. It's combined. Anyway. Yes, there's no amalgamation. And will we? We'll, yeah, Thank right. you. Yeah, um, I just like to get all the phraseology correct. Tommy Farrell has gotten in your head on the combined amalgamation thing, but anyway, no, it is. Look, when the teams combine and the teams are not there, obviously you do need it because if you don't mm-hmm. have a combination. You could have, and this is always my fear as well within a club, right? And Anya will probably be the same, that if you can't get a team to combine for five or six girls, right? So, I mean, the maximum we always put on it was there was 25 girls between both teams that you had to have. And if it was over the limit, you couldn't combine with a team together, right? But if you have eight or nine girls out of your club Mm -hmm. and you have no adult team, the fear of that is if they go and play with someone else, which they're entitled to do in Camogie, you're going to then lose those girls. Yeah. To the club that they have been playing with, we'll say for two or three yeah, years, and when you do, want to correct back. when you do get a team back together, then they won't want to come back because yeah, well, well number one, they Look, probably have been successful, but yeah, there is. There's pros and cons. I just think it, it needs to be. No, I think longevity. Longe- say longevity. Thank you. Is um is bad for certain clubs, and yeah. you know I've seen clubs with. I mean, it's going back to two or three years ago that there was forty five girls. Yeah, um, sure, on a panel that was thir- nearly twenty mm-hmm. something sitting in a dugout, like yeah. for a county semi final. Yeah, that's ridiculous, and that's no good to nobody. But if you have a, a bare few mm-hmm. um, sitting in the sideline and you know some of them are getting game time there's not huge panels mm. I think we have to be able to accommodate Oh we have to be able to yeah. accommodation but I think there are nine needs to be kept on it as yeah. well too like we totally yep. like I can like I can you know I can only speak on it from a Tullerone point of view like we've obviously had to amalgamate um, over the last couple of years with St Anne's um, at underage level because we genuinely didn't have the do numbers. not and even at minor level we still don't have enough minors for ourselves, you know, for Tullerone on its own. And then when I look now to, you know, if possibly for an under 21 or an under 22 championship, I think we have 10 or 11 players. And these girls want to be playing Camogie, Mm. but unfortunately now that we're going to have to potentially see like, you know, what can we possibly do in this situation if there is going to be another 21, 22 championship or whatever the case may be. No, I'm not answering that question yet. No, that's fine. And, um, <laughs> Where are we going to find pictures? Uh, we, ha- we haven't even asked for that yet. <laughs> no, but, but I- I'm just saying like, we're going to if play. it's a thing that is going to happen, like, I don't want to see it. I don't want Tullerone not to be able to field on the field. And you're dead, right? No, yeah. Like, yeah. I, but, but, like, but then you look at St. Lactans and Paul is going to shoot me as well as Martin now. But like they have, tw- is it 21 or 22 they have on a panel and they're after getting to an intermediate quarter final the past mm. two years? Yeah. No, well, I'm looking at the Roar and the Seeks panel yesterday. My programme was actually down in the car, which I forgot to bring up with me. Um, 30 something on their panel, right? Buffers Alley came, which we're going to be talking about shortly. 45. Yeah. On now, the panel. Buffers Alley did come up to the Tullerone Blitz that we had and they brought two teams with them. Mm. Like they're, they have big, big numbers. But to be have. fair to the Roar, if the Roar team is similar to the one that played the county final last week, some of those are girls that oh, no, are on the, the, they're on they the junior are. panel the as team. well. They're the junior yeah. team and that, yeah, um, which is why that everybody's been brought on. But look, congratulations to John Locke's Bennett's Bridge. It's a fantastic achievement for them. We were just talking about this. Um, you weren't, but you'd probably know what I'm going to say today about this anyway. I mean, the last... Three, I would probably even say going back four years. Yeah. The runner-up in the county final the previous year has went on and won the county final at junior, intermediate and senior the same year. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know how or why the pattern is there like but it just it has happened to be that way and someone actually said that about Greg Namana um in the speech I think it was actually Meg said it like that you know they were there in their position last yeah, year and they did. went on and won it and yeah. you know it's up to Greg Namana to come up to the plate then and try and get it next mm. uh, next year but um it certainly is uh, is working great right we are going to talk Rornestig and I'm going to make a phone call Grace, you do that. You can chat away. Like, I don't like dead silence. Um, oh, do you not? No. What were we talking about, Annie, before he so rudely interrupted us the last time? Oh, the grading allowing, system for Allowing the a junior team to play, to represent Kilkenny at junior level. I think it should happen. I think it would be... I'm probably going to interrupt you now in a minute again. Wait, you You see. probably are. Yeah, I, think it's a, I think it would be a really, really good opportunity and I think it'd be really good for the promotion of Camogie as well. I think so too. And I always think when, when um, you're talking about playing better teams... Yeah. Uh, I remember when Mount Leinster Rangers were allowed to come into Kilkenny to play in the Hurling League mm-hmm. and they always credit that as the stepping stone for, for getting them yeah. where, they're, where they are now because they were playing better quality Hurling, they were playing better quality teams yeah. and there they won a county final again this year but they'll always credit being allowed to play in the Kilkenny League yeah. as helping them. So I think it can't it can't be bad. No, I don't think there's anything bad about it. I think that, I think that it is... I think it's only going to strengthen clubs and I and I totally get the other side of it like you know you could no, have, see you I told you I was going to interrupt you and cut across you again but we'll get back to that debate because <laughs> when you have people hanging on and waiting uh, on phones and they're in bad areas we need to get things done and it is time to move on to yesterday's Leinster AIB Club Championship quarter final between the Roar and the and Buffers Ali the Roar having won the county final the week previous went on and played in their neighbours backyard because of the weather that was going on but it was in Dr Tierney Park and Martin Galvin the manager of the Roar and Estee team joins me right now Mort how are you today? Martin how are you going? How are you oh, we are great thank you very much now I don't know where you are at the minute or whether you're in a canoe or whether you're in a car or where it is I feel like everybody needs a canoe going around at the minute but great victory for yourselves yesterday great day for the parish it might have taken extra time to beat Buffer Sally but you move on and you're playing in the Leinster club semi-final this weekend coming yeah, I know it's great. Look, we had um, extra time, obviously, in the county final, and so we we're not doing things easy down here at the moment. But look, it's great. It is. Uh, it, it was. It was hard for the girls to recover, I suppose, after after the the county final was a massive battle. Um, they were obviously sore and tired after the week, and look to get back at it again. Get out. I suppose. Look, we're, we're, you're a little bit unfamiliar territory. You don't know as much about the teams you're playing now. But like, it's it's. It was great. Like, it took, took us uh, a little while to get to grips with it, and. and it was great though ah, look it, it, is, it is great exciting for him you know it certainly was it was a great day all round great crowd that was in it unfortunately for yourselves it's a pity that you couldn't get a play it in your home venue because it's always nice to bring the crowd to Innistig but when your pitch is under four and a half to five foot of water you haven't hope of playing the match in it unfortunately but uh, oh no but look thanks to Greg she looks great look great neighbours and, and look they, they, they had the pitch in, in great condition like, considering what rain fell and even the night before what rain fell on and, and look it's a credit to him in there and it's just it's great to be able to get somewhere local to play it's, it's brilliant surprise, you know? it certainly was Martin I suppose the Roarness League have been in the position before they got to the All-Ireland final all them years ago I think it might have even been 11 years ago at this stage I think it was Liz Moore if I'm not mistaken they did play in the final been, yeah it was played above in Ashburn and Meath uh, the final that year yeah there was a Galway crowd uh, it went to a replay I mean, wasn't it, it? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for the, a lot of these players, they may not have actually been playing on that team. So for yourselves and for the players, it's new territory. The game itself over the weekend, I mean, the free, the last minute free over on the sideline, there was a girl with a blue helmet and I couldn't catch the number where I was standing, but it was unbelievable to tie it. On you, yeah, I was actually on you again and came out to take it for Was it on you? Un- unbelievable on free. Um, I suppose for yourselves though, through the game, it looked like that you were actually the better team on the day, but that goal that they got uh, heading almost towards the 60th minute, a bit of a freak accident, a free came in and it just happened to find its way into the net, put you two points down, but you didn't panic, you came back in the game you got the leveller and you got the win then an extra time yeah no look in fairness the, 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 the girls are great uh, we, we, we always tell them look obviously you go into every game with a plan but the plan can break down at any stage and, and other teams will have plans and they'll come at you and mistakes can happen but it's you have to keep going till the very end and look it was a it was a free got us extra time in the county final and it looks similar again the other day I would agree I, I thought we Look, they're always going to bring a fight. They're not champions of Exeter for no reason. But I did think we were probably the better team overall. But we just couldn't pull away. And that was down to the dogginess and the fight that they bought to us. And look, I said we probably were tired and sore from the week before. But look, credit to the girls. And we bought on a couple of subs as well. And just the full panel effort again. And look, it's just great. There's a lot of years... As a club, we ended up losing them games by a point or two, but it's going to be coming out the right side of them. Talking about stiff and sore, I mean, things don't get much easier. You're back on the road again, albeit when you say on the road, it is a home venue again for you for the weekend, which is not too bad. It is against the O'Moores of Leash. It's not going to be easy either. Two weekends in a row, bringing a game to extra time. As I say, you're not doing things easy, but recovery is certainly going to be very important this week going into that game. Look, that's yeah. Look, that's what we spoke about after the game yesterday. It's it's it's, it's who recovers their body quick enough this week. Like we're not going to be doing an awful lot of training, and it's 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 getting in the ice baths and getting the recovery into the bodies and and getting to the physios and all getting the body looked after as best you can and, and try to hit it again next week. Look, it's it, 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 yes, it's hard, but look, we're where we're where we want to be. We could we could have been finished, and we're still out hurling. So look, we'll we'll soak it up and we'll recover over the winter. And that shows a great character of a team as well to be able to to grind out those victories in hard games for itself. But it's not only the teams is grinding out the victory. I suppose yourself and Nicky and the rest of the team were thrown in at the deep end just before the county final. So you're really on a, a new journey with this team as well. How are you finding it? Ah, uh, look, absolutely loving it. It's it, it's great. Like, look, we all help out with underage teams in the club as it is, and it's just look, it's, it's obviously it's a new challenge. Uh, Look, the, the, the girls are brilliant. It's just, it's just to give them a bit of guidance. They had a lot of it. There's a huge amount of work done with them in fairness over the last couple of years. But themselves, they're just, they, they even two years ago when they hadn't got a trainer, Emma Cabinet took them on and got them to, I think it was an all county league final and they won it out that time. So the, the, the girls, the girls are brilliant. Uh, we're, we're, we're in with them. It's, 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 it's a really good experience in with them. Look, it's just, you couldn't ask for better from them. They, they, they give us everything. And they said, we come up with different game plans and different stuff and they just buy into it and go at it. And, and look, it's just, it's, it's exciting. And we just kind of said, the longer we're in this, the better preparation you have for senior or the next year, you know? Exactly. And you won't mind me saying this and the Royal Club won't mind me saying it either. I suppose you really are two small parishes when you look at it between Innistig and the Roar itself. What does it mean for 
the parishes to have the teams going well because we know in other places you know it gives the the communities great spirit it gives them a lift it obviously gives them places to go that they can go and socialise as well so for yourselves and for the having the girls going so well in the competition what does it mean for the club and for the communities? Asher's brilliant like we went out to the unfortunately last Monday in the C school was flooded and we'll look at call up there in the next few weeks but we went to the Roar school last Monday with him and the excitement and all the young lads there and like it's just it just it's a great character we look we have not nothing else there's no other sport we don't play soccer down here the only the only sport in the club is, is, is GA so it's just that's great like that's look if you, the two places you meet someone you go to mass you go to a match and that's it in, the, in, the, in a small parish like this <laughs> so it's, look, it's, just, it's just brilliant you know well the priest must be doing something right down there and giving you good blessings <laughs> because it's, it's certainly working. <laughs> I don't know if everybody's going to Mass anymore, but look, we're, we're saying a few prayers ourselves before we go. It's all right, it's all right, yeah, we're getting there. Tell me, do you know anything about the O'Moore's team? Did you happen to have anyone that was able to get to the other uh, quarter-final over the weekend? Didn't, unfortunately, no. Uh, but look, they're, 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 they're strong. From what we know, look, they're strong, they're physical. Uh, a couple of strong runners up front. Um Look, they're again. They're after winning. They're after winning a county final up there, so it's going to be strong. I think that that's a couple of we spoke about earlier on a couple of years ago when we got to the, the county final the last time. Our strongest game in Leinster that time was again a leash team. So like, look, we're we're we know we're going to have a heavy task again, as and we're going to have to have to absolutely have every have everyone going a hundred percent. Well, obviously here in KCLR, we always love to see if we can get a Kilkenny and Carlow final, especially in any kind of competition or whether it be hurling, football or that. And Michael obviously think that you're a threat because the spies from Michael was in Greg Namana over the weekend. <laughs> sure, they're playing Sunday, so hopefully if we can go for Saturday, we might go up and do a bit of spying back. <laughs> <laughs> now you have it. Uh, Martin, it's going to be hopefully a great weekend for yourselves. We wish you the very best of luck. Thank you so much for joining us uh, on Come On Kind. Now, I have to say it because we had the podcast last week um, and I had a load of people coming up to me uh, at the gate and the whole lot over the weekend about the podcast that I mentioned things last week. You're there, you're the manager um, and I can certainly say it and you can bring it back to everybody as well. Martin Quilty does not have any issue with the roar in his whatsoever because if I did I would not be chatting as I am with you today and I really uh, enjoy watching the Roar play and yourselves and yourself and Nikki. I mean two gents couldn't get any better between you um, and I love having a chat with you on the podcast as well so uh, from us all here we're certainly rooting for you um, to go well and all the way and thank you so much for joining us on Come On Kind again this evening no, thanks very much, Martin. Look, at the end of the day, last week, look, it wasn't, we couldn't get a pitch without the weather, like the weather's unreal. Like, and then, like Nikki said to you last week on the podcast, we had the girls primed, they're ready to go. Look, obviously, outside the camp, people were obviously thought we were mad, giving up home advantage, but the girls are ready, and all we want was a pitch to go and play, so no, thanks for that. No, no, thank you indeed. And as we say, the very best of luck over the weekend. We'll be following the journey, and hopefully next week we'll be chatting about G partaking in a Leinster final coming up in the next week or so 100% thanks very much Martin Galvin Roar Innistig manager there joining us from somewhere in Kilkenny it sounds a bit blustery wherever he is but um, it certainly is going to be a great game Anya Buffers Alley and themselves served up a thrilling encounter in Greg Namana over uh, the weekend which was actually only played yesterday Um it was tough going on the roar. I mean, extra time in the county final against Munkine. Yeah. They were. They were cruising. They really were cruising. Um, 
got a very good goal in the, the first half which I did manage to be able to see it they went a couple of points ahead they were leading at half time um, came then to <coughs> the second half and I, I don't know it was now the ground was getting a bit heavy as well now the ground was in excellent condition I have to say but they kind of stopped a little bit now Buffers Alley made them kind of stop because they came back into the game and that put a free goal like you know the pitch in Greg Manor. yeah. so over on the stand side of the pitch Buffers Alley player gets a ball, comes in, it's really at a diagonal between Emma Cavan, the goal, and the backs. I don't know, did they think the ball was going to go wide? Was it going to go over the bar? And as it always happens, yeah. a fluke of a shot that yeah. comes and just drops straight in the back of the net. For me, it was I. I I'm. I was looking at it going mm. in, and I mean, as a Kilkenny person, I was gutted yeah, yeah. that this was happening to the roar but they never, ever, ever panicked. They kept plugging away. They had a free then that was up uh, about 60-odd metres out, went for a shot, didn't go over the bar. They didn't get a point, but as uh, Murch said, that Anya's last gasp effort point over right on the stand side. Mm-hmm. I mean, sweet and true, unbelievable. But they're not doing things easy for themselves, like two weekends in a row, extra time, and... It all means they're in an all. I was going to say an all Ireland. They're in a Leinster semi final, club yeah. semi final. I mean, the village, the green and red of both Kilkenny teams doing well over the last number of years, but they're in a semi final. They're playing on Moors of Leash. Mm-hmm. Not going to be an easy task either. Certainly not. No, definitely they not. They blew away Nafina of Dublin over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I think it ended up 420 to three points. Do you know where they're based? Who? On Moors. They're in Leash somewhere, but I don't know where. They're founded in 2003. They span Mount Melik, Rose and Alice, Ballyfin, Clonaslee and The Rock. So Clonaslee would be, say, Manham's GAA. We have a great history of GAA hurling and, and some fabulous hurlers in mm-hmm. it all along. Rose and Alice will be tied in with them. They're, they're coming from tough. That, that'll be a tough match now mm-hmm. next week. I think so. And I think you have to... <clears throat> You have to look at um, Roaring and Stieg like they certainly have like nerves of steel really for a county final to have to go to extra time then for a Leinster quarter final to have to go to extra time In six days Yeah, you'd imagine that the legs are going to be tired and you know exactly what Martin said there this week is going to be more about everybody getting the bodies right um, and getting themselves ready and focused for the game this weekend I don't think they'll be phased by it though. Like I think, you know, at the end of the day, the county title is what they wanted. And everything, they're in bonus territory. Everything they're in else bonus is territory a, now. Now, obviously, listen, when you're in it, you want to go on and oh, win it. You certainly do, Absolutely especially do. get over the first hurdle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there's no pressure on them now. No, no, and they're taking, they seem to be taking yeah. every match as it comes. Yeah. And to be fair to the lads over them, I was talking to them um, in Glenmore. <laughs> the day they played the junior match mm. and I just love their their mentor's attitude it's yeah. all about getting girls game time it's all about getting girls experience playing mm. and you know when you have mentors like that involved there's no pressure being applied to the girls yeah. either it's yeah. play it and do your best mm. and whatever happens happens Yeah, I was actually doing St Vincent's a disservice because it did end up 4.22 to 1.4 in that game Uh, there was some score it was unbelievable now we have to remember 
that's Vincent's second team they actually have the senior team in the semi-final well, yeah. coming up this yeah. weekend as well yeah. like so for themselves an absolute phenomenal club yeah. like to have two teams win the, the senior and intermediate mm. county final mm. half time score uh, Michel and Raharney was 1-6 to 5 points only 4 points in it at the end because obviously our neighbours in Carlow we obviously like to see Michel doing very well as well um, and it did end up then 1-14 to 9 points in the end so Michel coming away with I won't say an easy enough victory but if you look at the scoreline it probably was yeah. they are now going to have a really 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 tough test against Nafina of Meath who went and beat Nace of Kildare 113 to 5 points so that's not going to be easy no. and Moisha will play Nafina uh, the Roarness League will play O'Moore's and we're also going to have to have a chat then because the senior semi-finals are going to be on this weekend. But let's talk about the Ronestique and O'Moore's first of all. Um, can they do it? Yeah, absolutely. There is, without a shadow of a doubt, I think they can. I think I think when you're kind of entering into a Leinster Championship, as we said, like there's no, there's going to be no pressure on them. And I think this is where Ronestique are going to start relaxing and enjoying themselves. The game, having to play last, having to play the game at the weekend, that was probably going to be the toughest game that they would have had to face mentally after the week that they had. Because let's be fair, they were probably all still out celebrating one or two or three days well, after I winning the county final. Anyway. Do you know? So like, and, well, and then to have to turn around to. and play. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, you, oh you win God. a county final, you know, and you're looking. I do mean, you have, you have to enjoy. To, of course yeah. you do. But that's what I mean. Like. Then they had to turn around turn and play around. then a Leinster quarter final. So mentally, they were probably still drained from their and celebrations. Then the the pitch, yeah, the, the pitch conditions because no matter how good a pitch is, they're all heavy this time yeah. of the year. And it's not even the pitch conditions; it's the stress then the of trying to find a venue, like yeah. you get a home venue, or do you have to travel then yeah. to the away team? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, there's a huge amount of pressure and stress being put on clubs at but the minute. But to run for an hour plus mm. in heavy conditions yeah. like that, every muscle is going to be sore yeah, and yeah. Like you have to kind of I suppose like you know let's be fair let's look at the Roar and Stieg players there there's a good mixture of youth there's and experience youth and experience exactly seriously good mix of it and then like you know I think <laughs> the younger girls I think will be fine I think they'll fly it well they have no fear yeah and you know they, they've never had have had any fear like I think if they can get over this weekend I genuinely think they'll win a Leinster final I think this weekend is going to be a massive, massive mm. test. O'Moore's are going to be physically strong. They're going to be well and truly up for this game. But I think Roar and Stieg, I think if they just go in with the same mentality that they went into the county final with, I think they'll be fine. I, I think, think so too. Yeah, and like, but for Zelly is a big scalp. Yeah. That's, that was a huge game. That was a huge game. Physical women again. Yeah. So yeah, all the best. And I think, it, do you know what? It's great to see Kilkenny clubs <laughs> competing to the, to the final to the edge fight, in the, yeah. Leinster, in the Leinster Championship and in All-Ireland Championship. And it would be great to see the continued success because to be fair, like we, we have been fairly successful at intermediate. We have. And senior Leinster. Leinster. And we forgot to mention something this weekend as well, which also helps the roar. Having home advantage, like we saw that with James mm. Stevens last year, yeah. is a huge, a huge plus. Benefit, yeah. yeah, you know, and I mean the Roar did bring a big crowd with them yeah. last weekend. Even though the senior hurling final was on and things are going and people want to get to them, yeah, 
I think there's going to be a bigger crowd uh, when it comes to this weekend mm. coming because they're all doing so well. They're in the Leinster semi-final yeah. now, you know. Well, the momentum is with them now. Correct. Yes. And they're only building confidence. And the adrenaline is yeah, up. Exactly. And they just And they know themselves yeah. that what they're capable of mm. now. To win two matches in six days and yeah. take both of them to extra time. Yeah, it's huge. And it could be a huge. third one, you know, when it comes to. But look, yeah. we'll just have to wait and see. But you're going for the roar anyway for the yeah. weekend. Yeah, definitely. Michael mm. and Nafina. Going to be very interesting. Listen, you're gonna. I'm going to back Michel anyway, but <laughs> it's going to be a very, very tough game for them. I would love to see a Michel Warnerstieg Leinster final. I think that would be an absolute. Cracker. We wouldn't have far to go either because I think that game actually could be in uh, Carlo if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, I think it's down for Doctor Cullen Park. I think isn't it? The old Dr. Cullen Park yeah. It's now Netwatch Cullen Park Netwatch Cullen Park Yeah I think It'd be an absolute Oh that would be An absolute cracker Of a game Might have Seriously good history When it comes to The Leinster Championship As the Ryan Kilkenny team That goes into it um, And yeah It'd be great It'd be great to see Carla Kilkenny Leinster final it certainly would. Well, that is a home game for Michel as well coming up and that is at the weekend. Not 100% sure um, where that game is. Uh, just trying to check and see did Linda actually tell me, did she? Uh, yes, I think actually. Um, now, I better not say anything in case I'm not supposed to yet. So okay. just in case, it will be on the weekend. Um, so I won't say whether it's a Saturday or Sunday in case... I get myself in trouble and the clubs haven't been notified yet. Anyway, someone that is notified is the senior semi-finals because Dixborough having won the county final uh, mm-hmm. two weekends ago yep. uh, are out in action. This isn't going to be easy. The only good thing for that is it's a home advantage again for Dixborough and they're going to be playing St. Martins of Wexford while in the other semi-final it's Burr and Neve Unshin because obviously for people who might be just listening into the podcast for the first time the senior grade at Leinster level for the club in the last number of years has only been three teams. So either the Kilkenny team, the Dublin team or the Wexford team got a boy into the Leinster final. The other two teams played in the semi-final. But because St. Rhinus won both of their All-Ireland finals that they got into, they had then actually been graded up. So awfully now playing the senior, which is better for counties because at least it's two semi-finals. Now, let's start. Dixborough and St. Martins. Listen, it's going to be a tough one. I think, you know, any of the clubs that come out of their counties at senior level, um, when it comes to Leinster Leinster Club Championship, they're always going to be very, very strong. St. Martin's having a very, very good victory over Outart Bala in their own Wexford County final. Dixborough obviously having a really good victory over Wine Gap in the Kilkenny one. It's going to be tough. I think the rest that Dixborough have had, I think that's that's really, really going to stand to them. I think they can turn their... Like, I'll be honest with you, I would imagine Dixborough probably had one eye on a county final and they've had their second eye... On a Leinster title. Squinting at a Leinster title. I think, that's, I think that was potentially their mentality. Well, they were there or thereabouts the last time that they yeah. played um, out Aulard of the Ballock in Abbottstown yeah. and there wasn't much in it. No, certainly not. Um, do you know what? I think I think they will have done a lot of homework over the last week or so to find out as much as possible about this St. Martin's team. St. Martin's very, very good team coming into this. Um, there's going to be an awful lot of matchups. You're looking at probably the O'Connors. A couple of O'Connor girls are going to be playing there mm. as well with St. Martin's. Um, very interesting He's but I think the home venue is going to suit Dixborough and I think if they can get their matchups done right I think if they can go with a focused mentality 
they can go the whole way if they want to do this. They they really, really can. But they need to just keep very much level-headed and grounded as well. I'm right in thinking St. Martin's or Pierce's town, aren't they? Correct. Uh, the only thing that might upset St. Martin's this week is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Pierce's town was underwater the other night. The village was underwater. I'm not sure about mm. the hurling p- pitch, but it was, it was. There was that come here to me, the amount of places. And I mean, if Storm Kieran comes in, which they're forecasting over the next couple of days. And they're giving it to hit that particular yeah. part of the country as well. But like that might upset training and things this yeah. week if it is. Yeah, but I suppose like you could say the same about Ronan Stieg. Yeah. I mean, they're, they, oh, could, they've yeah. had no feel at all. Probably, well, well should I have the roar? The roar, the roar yeah. is probably yeah. okay, yeah, but... Um, um, is Katrina... Is it Katrina Park? No, she's not St. Martin's. She's not no. St. Martin's. No. Kira O'Connor, the, the girl, do you remember the senior game in... Nolan Park. Nolan Park that we had, she single-handedly almost came back and got the draw for Wexford herself today. I'm thinking of a blonde-haired girl. This is her. Oh, that's her. Yeah, yeah. A young young one in full forward. Yes. Sarah. Is it Sarah? Is it Sarah Kira? God, isn't it terrible? Because one of them sent her back. There's another O'Connor girl sent her back. Yeah, they're sisters. Yeah, there's three sisters, I think, on the team. Yeah. But there was another blonde haired girl would have played um, county with them a few years ago that was St. Martin's as well. She was excellent. I'm just wondering, to be, I can't think of her name. No, it's definitely not Katrina anyway because she was never with St. Martin's. Um, if I'm not mistaken, was she with Shell Maliers? Think I so. thought she was St. Martin's. No, anyway. she's definitely not St. Martin's. I think she was Shell Maliers. She used to play with Kay Kelly if I'm not mistaken. Again, I could be wrong on that completely. I'm terrible with names. I wish I could think of this girl. Uh, she I saw a photograph up because um, I know her mum is uh, an O'Connor as well, obviously. Um, Myra. Uh, and I interviewed Kira her. Kira O'Connor. So, yeah, I was right. She's Kira, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep, very good player. But still on saying that, Dixborough have very good players as well. Like, And, you know, Aoife Prendergast, we just talked about her earlier on, being mm. top scorer almost in the, the county well, she championship. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she, topped, she finished off as top scorer in the, for the senior grade for in the county championship. You know, so like they're obviously going to be depending a lot, an awful lot on her. You know, the, they're going to depend an awful lot on their big name players. Correct. And you can't be depending on one player either. Like no. everybody is going to have to yeah. come together to get this, um, this over the line. To, yeah, this is going to, like this is a huge, it is going to be a huge, huge cha- challenge for them. But I genuinely feel, I genuinely feel for Dixper, I think, I think they're going to be so, so focused on this. And I'm not going to put any pressure on them either, but let's be honest. I mean, for a, a county of Kilkenny's uh, stature, um, yeah. I mean, where we are, tier one county, people mm. like Wexford, etc. Out at the Ballock, you know, has played Kilkenny teams. They've went on, won One the All-Ireland, Club All-Ireland. Club yeah. All-Ireland. Yeah. The last Club All-Ireland to come to Kilkenny, if I'm not mistaken, was Freshford. Freshford. Yeah. And I mean, that's it's way back. a long back. time ago. Yeah. I think our own Paula was on that team. You know, I know the last one to come back was Pilltown when they won the intermediate yeah. um, title back Yeah, in but we haven't won a senior one in a long time. 2011? Yeah, I'd say it's around that, yeah. Yeah. Was that, was that St. Lacton's it was? Yeah. Or I don't it's either 2009 or 2011. Yeah, it was one of them anyway. It yeah. was back that, but it certainly is a long way away. Um, so Dixborough, they can get over the line? Yeah, I think they can get over the line. I think that they will be fully focused on that. It'd be interesting to see what stories of the jerseys. Both teams are maroon, so... Obviously, one. Oh, I'd forgotten that. Yeah, yeah. where was the longest established club? Where was the club? longest established club? Yeah, so it'll be um, it'll be very very interesting. I think Dixborough are going to have a massive a massive amount of support there. Their home venue. There's no excuse as to why they shouldn't have a huge huge following in this. 
uh, for this game. So yeah, it'll be great. And I think if they can get over, I think if they can get over St. Martin's, I think they're going to have a real, real good stab at uh, a Leinster final and potentially looking at Nave, Unshin, St. Vincent's and Dublin. Well, actually, we're coming to that next. Yeah. Or, and uh, I think St. Martin's in, in Wexford was established in 1949. Yeah, I don't know when Dixborough was. Um, while Lillian is checking that one out for us, Anya Borr and Nevunchen or St. Vincent's, mm-hmm. um, it's not going to be an easy task for either. I mean, St. No. Vincent's are the reigning Leinster champions when yeah. it comes to it. We see what they've done against Thomastown. Yeah. Um, was last it last year? year? It was yeah, last year. Yeah, it was. They're um, a very good team. Very, very good team. I'd be expecting <coughs> St. Vincent's to come out of this game, to be honest with you. I just think that they have kind of set a bar a very high bar for themselves when it comes to Leinster Camogie and I think that they're going to keep they're going to push it on they're one team that are they're consistent um, and I think that's going to be I, I, I would expect them to be coming out with a victory in that game OK so we're potentially looking at St Vincent Stixburg in the final game. yeah we're not going to get ahead of ourselves but no. wow mother yeah. of God what a final yeah, that would be, be if it was brilliant. the case yeah um, yeah, lots and lots and lots of action uh, taking place over the weekend I have to compliment Billy uh, Cullerton um, as well because he doesn't often oh, get praise but mm. I mean he'd be at an awful lot of Camogie games and fair play to him for that and obviously all of the Leinster officials are out um, and about as well over the weekend I have to say I really enjoyed the company of Liz and Barney uh, at the weekend and obviously Sheila was there as well but Sheila's a Kilkenny woman and Sheila knows that we always have good uh, banter when we're on gates and that but you know, it certainly is it's nice to be able to get out and about and enjoy our camogie and enjoy everything else now also have to give a big shout out to Linda Kenny who's not feeling uh, very well at the minute so hopefully Linda is on the mend getting better like a trooper that she is still working away in the background nothing can keep that woman down I can tell you that much so uh, Linda well done keep going on the, the work that you're doing um, for all the the Leinster competitions and that that's coming on I can't believe it your term is nearly up and my term is almost starting that's a scary thought Linda Kenny so it is a very very scary indeed but one that we're probably both going to be sad and look forward to at the same time. I did give you a bit of homework last week. You did. And I forgot all about the homework last week because I've just been so busy Before in the newsroom. Before you do that here now, we go. I'm just after doing a bit of reconnaissance work here. I can't see when Dixborough was established. It's on their crest. No, that's the Hurling. But they're Dixborough GA and Camogie Club. No, but I I don't know. Does the one does the one rule? Don't, don't ask me that I don't question. Know. Now. I can't um, answer. Saint Martin's was established in nineteen forty nine, and it was re established in nineteen eighty three. There was a little bit of a. Oh, well then, it's nineteen eighty three. Yeah, is the one that it goes back to. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying about the borough. It's the. I think that's the was before eighty three. I, I can't wrong, find when, when they were, to be fair. I'm after Mr. Google is letting me down badly. We'll, we'll soon to be find out, but uh, the Dixburg game is on Sunday next. Uh, half past one in a home venue is all I can say is at the moment folks with Storm Kieran and the way things are going keep an eye on social media outlets to see where the games are going ahead it is penciled in originally for Palmerstown at the minute on Sunday at half past one if things change keep an eye on social media that will be alerted to the fact of where it is going to be and they are ticket events as well so please buy the tickets in advance you'll be able to get them uh, through the club social media sites um, and I'm assuming that they are available on uh, Leinster social media sites as well which they nearly always are yes they are 
But other than that, anything else Camogie related that we need to discuss or talk about or say anything um, at the minute? Because I, I feel like there's so much stuff going on at the minute. I know minor matches are going ahead. Under-16 mm-hmm. matches were postponed this weekend to facilitate minor matches, etc. County Convention is coming up shortly. Nominations are uh, in for that. All-Stars coming up next Saturday night. Yes, All-Stars coming up. Very interesting to see if we will have any All-Stars. I would expect us to have at least one, maybe two. It's it's hard to know, I suppose. It's probably going to be heavily dominated by Cork and Washford anyway. Um You'd imagine Tipperary will get in there as well. The fact that, you know, Kilkenny obviously coming out of quarter final stage, we, we we might get one. I'd be hoping we get two or three. I, it's, it's never going to happen. Not gonna get it's three. unlikely. No, but we're not going to get three. But Live we, in hope and die in despair. We will probably get, yeah, I definitely think we'll get one. I'm, yeah. I would be hoping, to, now I'd be hoping we get three, but I definitely yeah, obviously if we could you, get you the, to, the two, I think. Um, yeah. I think our neighbours in Waterford is going to do very, very well with yeah. nominations this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably rightly so, Martin. They had, oh, they no, had, they had a great season. year. No, no, they did. They had a great year. Um, and I'd be hoping for us. I mean, we like our neighbours and Carlo mm, and Waterford yeah. and all to be doing well. So yeah, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Um how very things best are going. Look to the girls, Denise, Claire, Grace. Yeah. And all of our uh players and all those that were nominated. And for the players that weren't nominated, commiserations. You know, it's it's tough going. Um but you never know. You might be getting a nomination for team of the year, which We'll be sitting down and finalising all of the details for that uh, very shortly. But first, one of our own county stars is participating. Grace Welsh did this last year and I'm going to give a plug as well for Miss Teen because Michelle Teen is taking part for the Warriors for Humanity. Now, uh, before I do anything else, where is it? So, um... She was asking to know if she could do a favour. So she is travelling to Kenya with Self Help Africa and the Gaelic Players Association next month. Their aim is to plant one million trees while they're out there to reduce the carbon uh, in the atmosphere. Grace did do it last year and the thing is that each of the participants going out has to raise in an amount of €10,000. And I know Grace did it last year. So she has asked for a plug so there's two ways of doing it if you go onto the Kilkenny social media uh, site you will see an I donate link that you can actually donate money there for Michelle and the team going out there and I know they raised a huge amount of money um, going out last year and I know Grace really enjoyed it mm-hmm. um, as well yeah. Michelle is doing it or the other way you can do it and this is a great way because obviously the big C word is coming up in the next couple of months and people are looking to think about gifts and I'm actually looking at them right now the Warriors for Humanity Jerry are absolutely stunning this year and they are only 45 euro and when I say only 45 euro I know the way things are times are tough but the soccer jerseys going out there and you go and you pay 90 or 100 euro for a soccer jersey so these are really really uh, very very nice they come in three different colours white, green or navy and out of the 45 euro um, someone's thinking they almost turn off the microphone there's something at the minute because someone is uh, in the background there uh, and I don't know what it is maybe it's on my end here but 20 euro of the proceeds so every jersey that you buy 20 euro will go for 
the Warriors for Humanity and those jerseys can be bought through McKeever team wear and again there will be a, a link on our site for that the closing date for orders is the 17th of November and that way your order will be guaranteed for delivery before Christmas and they will fly out the door very very quickly they would be a fantastic present and you would also be helping out not only Michelle but you would be helping out the environment you would be helping out to plant trees out in Africa and uh, as I said a fantastic and worthy cause and if you can at all uh, please do help out one of our county players in that journey to Africa all of those links all of those links are also on the James Stevens pages as well they are because I saw them up on it so yeah but sure look I told Michelle we'd give it um, a plug on everything and why not do it on our Come On Kind because the Come On Kind podcast we love you people out there you know you listen to us the amount of people that actually came up to me and uh, was give, okay they weren't giving out to me but they were listening and the rant that I went on with last week about the individual about the abuse oh, yeah. the poor club and that's why I said it to Martin earlier on thought that I was having a kind of a go at them which I wasn't um, yeah. it was more so the individual well I think to be fair some of them thought you'd fallen out of them which no, you hadn't never at all at all um, and even Claire the chairperson came up to me afterwards and we had a right chat and in fairness to Claire and all the crew in the roar and the seat, they put Should on great a spread and it was unbelievable over the weekend and they're a great bunch of people so no I have no issue at all at all with the club and they could see that from the weekend and I have banter with everybody going in there so I do not think that at all people down there we are rooting for you and Michael. we have to be we're Carlo Kilkenny here in bases are we anything else I can't think of anything else Does anything else crop up that we need to discuss the homework you've given me <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, we'll have to do that next week. I, it's Grant. in the higher education. Did we find a player that will come on and debate these wishes out of the higher education? Not uh, yet. Actually, Not if, if, if Roshi McCormack or her mammy, if Karen is listening in either, because I know she does listen to the podcast, or indeed if anyone from the Camogie Association is listening to us and they would like to debate the rule... Uh, Proposed Propo- rule changes. The, 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 say it for me. The <coughs> rule um, amendments uh, or trial rules, I should say. Um, it would be nice, you know, to have a bit of a debate because we like debate and we're not going to shout at anyone. You know, leisurely and people can debate and the whole lot. And, you know, anyone can come on. Get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. And Martin as I, mediates, as he says himself. <laughs> well, I do to a certain degree, but if I don't like it, I will tell you. I mean, plain and simple. I'm not going to this sit here. And, I mean, I got myself in trouble for that before, but sure. Anyway, doesn't. I'm out the gap shortly. Great. I can't wait. I need a break on you. So Badly. do I. I need a holiday. Well, I oh, yeah, but you're sun all this rain. I don't care about the sun. I just go to the skiing or I don't ski. I'd learn to ski. I don't care. Just need a break somewhere. I, I've lost my train of thought, people. Can somebody please bring me back to where my train of thought was? Yeah, you're rambling a bit there. I was. Yeah. Yeah. What was my train of thought? What was I rambling about? I have no idea. 
I zoned out as well. That'll tell you, there's two of you sitting in front of me now and none of you is even listening to what I'm saying. This is what I have to work with. We're looking for something oh, the debate. to come on. Yes, the, the debate. debate. That's what us. it was. Yeah. So yeah. anyone at all listening, I was going to give out the email address that you can get in contact with us and it is C-A-M-A-N-C-A-I-N-T that is, come on kind, at KCLR96FM.com. There is a Facebook page called Come On Kind. It's all you have to do is go in and have a look for it because there's stuff put up there. And like um, like and page. actually I was going to say if somebody from the higher education um, doing the fixtures when they're putting up the results if they tagged the Come On Kind page in it we'd see them quicker We can check that I don't actually know who the new chair is I must actually find that out but it's easy to do that but we can certainly look But it would be great if they that. tagged yeah. us because at least that way we get the, I see them when they go up as opposed to having to go looking for them every week Exactly and poor Ashing's in next door Yeah. Um, right, I don't think I have anything else. Nope, that's so, it. So, it's it for the time being. It is until next week. Hopefully, we'll have two teams getting ready for a Leinster final again. Mm-hmm. Would be brilliant. Then we'll have three teams getting ready for a Leinster final because Dixborough might be in it, which will be great because we'd have Dixborough, the Roar, and, and Michael, and both of them on the same day in the same venue. Yeah. It certainly would be great. Yeah. But for the time being, as we always say, enjoy your sport, enjoy your camogie, be safe with uh, Storm Kieran out there, be safe with the water, don't do anything stupid, please. And in everything that's going on at the minute, and especially on our roads with the water the way they are, and with the amount of deaths that we have had, and I know this is nothing really much to do with camogie, but it does because camogie players obviously have to drive to and from training, they have to drive to matches. Please, please, please be very careful on our roads. We don't need to hear of accidents of our players or anybody else for that matter. Um, But we are urging people to please be safe, especially around uh, the time that it is at the minute. Um, Enjoy your sport. We love watching you and we want to keep continuing to do that. So just please adhere to uh, all of the rules and just be that little bit extra careful, especially when it comes to water. My thanks to Ani and to Lillian as always for being here. I'm going to do one thing now. You're not going to frighten poor Ashling again, are you? I'm not going to frighten poor Ashling. I'm going to bring poor Ashling along because while I am recording and Ashling is inside in Studio One, these two here in front of me thought I was going to frighten you by putting one of the screamers on a timer while I was doing the podcast live and they were grinning and smiling at me, Ashling McDonald, and poor you oblivious to what was going on in there. It's absolutely terrible, but Ashling is smiling back at me here in Studio One one she's doing a great job with the last number of hours and she will be back as always on KCLR on Saturday with the brilliant Edward Hayden so you can tune into herself on that as well and uh, yeah are you alright in there you can reply back to us you know your voice would be on the podcast but that doesn't matter <laughs> well actually your voice didn't appear on the podcast because while I'm recording it didn't even pop up on us that's terrible now after all that anyone would love to hear from you Ashling. but for the time being from us all here in the KCLR studios in Kilkenny please as I say do be safe over the weekend enjoy your sport wherever you go and do it and we will all be back here again please God with willings of oh wait no the boss is the boss is texting me the boss is texting me can we uh, oh I can't read that out okay that's fine so until next week It is goodbye from myself, goodbye from Anya, and goodbye from Liam.
we don't hear from her very often, but she's starting to become a little bit more regular, which is nice. You know. I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or an insult now, but anyway, I'll take this compliment, Martin. Thank you very much. Well, you can all, as we always do when we're signing off, it's time to go. It is night time. Yeah, and you're yes. starting to ramble, so it's yeah. definitely time to go. Good night. It is. God bless. Good night, everyone. Bye. See you later. Bye. <laughs> This is Come On Kind with Martin Clotty and Onya Fahmi. Oh,